Hi there and welcome to the Challenge to Change podcast. If you're new here, this podcast is all about the little changes we can all make to have a positive impact upon the planet. Whether you are a new listener or whether you've been listening for a while, welcome. I hope you enjoy the podcast episode. The Challenge to Change podcast has been brought to you on behalf of ANSWER Environmental Services. To find out more about ANSWER, please visit answer.co.uk. Let's get into the episode. So as mentioned previously um, in episode 53, I talked about a new feature for the Challenge to Change podcast. And that is a tried and tested feature. So this is the second instalment, if you like, of tried and tested within the Challenge to Change podcast. So for this episode, I have been testing out an ethical practice. And the ethical practice in question is making soap scraps into a new bar of soap. Now, you may be wondering what on earth I'm talking about, but don't worry, I will enlighten you if it's not clear. So if you use soap bars, so that could be shampoo bars, could even be conditioner bars um, or hand soap, like we do in our household, you may have found yourself with tiny scraps of soap kind of languishing in the soap dish. Um, this seems to happen, I think, if you have the type of soap dish that can retain water. So you can get soap dishes that are sort of almost a dish within a dish where the water will drain down to the bottom. And you can also get soap dishes that um, where the water just simply drains onto the bath or the sink. So if you have a soap dish that's that's really just like a, a almost like a small bowl, really, in, in many respects, then you will probably have found um, that your your soap um, after a period of time starts to break up into smaller pieces. If that's something that you've experienced in your household or maybe even your workplace, you will know that it is near on impossible to wash your hands with doll sized pieces of soap uh, because that's kind of what they resemble, although they don't look um, very attractive at all. But they are very small pieces of soap. You may find yourself um, just allowing them to wash down the drain which can cause drain blockage over a period of time, you may just pop them in the bin. Or you may do what I try to do, which is kind of squeezing them together to recreate sort of another mini soap. And then over time, you may actually find yourself with lots and lots of um, soap scraps um, from different bars of soap um, hanging around in your soap dish, uh, which is not really very useful and it certainly isn't very pretty. Do we replace those tiny pieces of broken up soap with a new piece of soap only to find ourselves going down the same um, route again with that new piece of soap as it also gets broken up into tiny little pieces over time? If, like me, um, you are concerned about the impact on the planet and you are trying to move more towards zero waste, then you probably don't really want to throw away that soap. And as already mentioned, we certainly don't want it to go down the drain. 
if you've purchased a specific zero waste soap, so the type of soap that doesn't come with any packaging whatsoever, or maybe just comes wrapped in a piece of paper or cardboard, then, you know, there really is even more motivation, isn't there, to try and reduce the waste and actually not throw away those pieces of soap. So whatever happens in your household or your workplace, you can save your soap, reduce waste and avoid all important drain blockage by reforming your soap scraps. But rather than going down the route of just simply squeezing them together again and hoping for the best, there is another option out there. And in fact, actually, there are several options. If you search online, some options for reforming soap can be quite um, quite fancy and quite uh, quite long-winded um, to save time I opted for something a little bit more straightforward so I'm going to share those instructions with you now and my findings of that process what you can do with your soap scraps you can chop them up into smaller pieces you can also use a cheese grater to grate them, grate them into even smaller pieces. However, I would note um, some caution here. If you're going to use the same cheese grater that you use to grate your cheese, you're probably going to find that um, it's quite difficult um, to wash um, cheese graters in the best of times. And certainly you don't want to end up with tiny pieces of soap on top of your spaghetti bolognese. Nobody wants that. So with that in mind, you may, if you opt for grating the soap, you may want to use an old cheese grater and then keep it somewhere separate so you only use it for the purposes of grating soap. Or if you want to make it even easier like I did, you can just simply use a knife and carefully chop up the pieces of soap into fairly small pieces. You then need to add these pieces of soap into a heat proof bowl. Note that it is probably easier to remove the pieces of soap once they have reformed from a proper silicon mould rather than a heat proof bowl. However, I didn't have a silicon um, mould, um, so if you don't either and you don't want to purchase one, it's completely fine to use a heat proof bowl. So once you have either grated your soap into a heat proof bowl or indeed a silicon mould, or alternatively chopped up your pieces of soap and placed them into the receptacle of your choice, you then need to add a tablespoon of vegetable oil. Now I opted for coconut oil um, because I know that coconut oil is obviously good for your skin unless of course you have um, an allergy to coconuts um, then of course absolutely don't use coconut oil that goes without saying um, but add a vegetable oil of your choice into the mixture. Then what you need to do is give it a little bit of a stir so that you can mix everything together and then pop the mixture into the microwave for 15 seconds. Then carefully take it out and stir it again and then pop it in for another 15 seconds. Take it out then very carefully because the liquid inside will be fairly warm um, within reason. Um, so take it out carefully and then all you need to do is leave it in a room to cool for two days. 
Yes, I did say two days. So if you're impatient like me, that's quite challenging to do because I really wanted to know what it was going to look like at the end. But I did need to wait the full two days. Otherwise, of course, it wouldn't dry correctly. So this podcast has been recorded in the winter in the UK. So if you live somewhere that's warmer, you may need to consider placing the soap in the fridge so that it can actually be cold. Or if you've got a room that, that remains quite cold somewhere in your house, you may want to put it there. But at the time of recording, um, our the whole of our household is, is pretty much cold wherever we go. So uh, there was there was no kind of concerns in that regard. So once you have waited the full two days, you will find that your soap has magically reformed into a solid block. So all you need to do is use a knife to carefully take it out of the ceramic dish. Or of course, if you're using a silicone mould, you should be able to very easily pop it out. So once you've done that, you will find that you have a brand new piece of reformed soap. So I will note here that depending on the soap scraps that you have used, you're not going to end up with a very pretty looking soap bar. Now, if by some wonderful chance all of your soap scraps were of a similar colour, then it might look quite nice. Um, what I ended up with was kind of a grey looking um, soap bar. So it certainly didn't look beautiful and it was not going to win any awards for aesthetics. However, it did retain its integrity. That is until the soap bar in question started to get wet again. So if you place the reformed soap bar into a much drier soap dish, so that's one where the water drains away, um, then you will find that the soap bar does retain its integrity for much longer. But if, like me, you have a soap dish that does start to get wet over a period of time, even if you make a point of emptying the water out and cleaning it often, uh, it will start to break up again. However, I think the results of this ethical practice test was, was quite positive. I feel happy that I have um, saved some waste um, and in doing so, I've also uh, managed to save some money as well. So I think it was a favourable outcome. If you do want to make something that looks a lot more beautiful, you can consider adding things like herbs into the mixture. So something like lavender seeds might be quite nice in there. Or if you're feeling particularly um, luxurious, you might want to consider something like rose petals. You also could, if you wanted to, add essential oils as well. But of course, be mindful of skin sensitivity and do your own research there. But in doing those things, you will obviously, of course, create a far more beautiful finished product. Um, also, of course, if you do um, purchase silicone moulds, obviously you can get them in different shapes. So for example, as we are fast approaching Valentine's Day, you might want to consider a heart-shaped mould to make a heart-shaped soap. Just a little note of caution in closing this podcast episode. Of course, when dealing with anything that's hot, so when operating a microwave, of course, be you know super careful, uh, keep yourself safe. Um, and of course, do you consider skin sensitivity as well um, when um, adding essential oils or indeed any type of vegetable oil to your soap? So those are factors that you do want to um, consider. Bye for now.